This is Sunday Focus, a weekly public affairs program that looks at the topics affecting our society and the people who are making a change in the community each and every day. The people who have vision for the next generation. Sunday Focus presents new challenges for us, keeping you informed with topics of local and regional interest. Now the host of Sunday Focus, Christine Manica. Welcome back to another edition of Sunday Focus. One of my passions in life is health and fitness. And one of my favorite things to do was also get outdoors. And this is the time of year where people get outdoors before the snow comes around, especially when it comes to hunting. And I'm being joined right now by Corey Howard. He is with Results Personal Training, basically right next door here to our studio. And good morning, Corey. How are you? Not bad. How are you? We're doing great. You know, this isn't your first time in the studio, but it's the first time you're joining us on the program here. So welcome. This is great to be here. Yeah. You know, like I said, we're in agreement. Health and fitness are so important. And we're kind of cutting it to the wire here. But hunting season in South Dakota is right around the corner. And before we talk about hunting and the relation to fitness, why don't you tell us a little bit about the results personal training that, you, that you're that you a part of? Yeah, we're, uh, we're actually right next door to you. We're located on 57th Street. Um, had that location for, I've been there for about 17 years now. Um, and we work with anyone from, I have a guy in his mid forties that's never lifted weights ever in his life all the way to uh, a couple pro athletes. So it doesn't matter where you're at. We can meet you where you're at and, and get it done, but no, we're a private appointment only facility. Um, and everyone that comes in, basically you have a scheduled time. You come in, don't worry about what you're doing. We'll take care of it all, run you through the workout that you need to get through and send you on your way. But we have a lot of fun. What's your role there? I own the place. Oh, okay. Um, and then I, I also I also get to torture a few humans there too. So, but yeah, torture a few humans. Well, help them, whatever you want well, to say. Well, see, that kind of scares me a little bit. Okay, see, I love fitness, but when I yeah. hear torture, it's like I, I'm back in my high school days with my coaches, and then automatically I think one tens. Do you know what I mean when I say one tens? I do not. We go back and forth on the court, and we try to go back and forth on the court within a minute oh, ten yeah. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, the faster way of suicides, yeah. essentially. Miserable. Miserable. Exactly. Miserable. Miserable. So, torture. So, you said that you're a privately owned training facility, mm-hmm. appointment only. So, what type of programs do you guys offer your clients when they come check you guys out? You know, everyone that comes in, the first thing we do is we screen them, running through a basic movement screening and address kind of the weak links. It's kind of like uh, an x ray for your movement. That way, we can find what's working and what isn't. And then we design everyone's program based off of that. So it's completely unique to each person. Um, to answer your question, what do we offer? Primarily strength training. But we, you know, the older we get, the more flexibility we need. So we also have a yoga instructor on staff. Um, I do work with people with their dietary habits. Um, but for the most part, we're, we're strength focused. Okay. So for any members that would go to results, personal training, what's their experience like, you know, from the first training mm-hmm. session they have all the way up to maybe about a year into it. I, well, as the owner, I'd like to say they're loving it, but um, <laughs> no, honestly, it's, it's cool. We, you're basically teaching a, a movement pattern and everyone starts from the ground up. So on day one, there's a lot of learning and you, you ask about a year out, a year out, they're setting goals and breaking records that they haven't done in a long time and doing things that they didn't think were possible. Um, and it's just a lot of fun watching these things happen with people. 
what do people look for when they go to results personal training? Do they look just to bulk up a little bit more or do they look just to kind of maintain that healthier lifestyle? Um, you know, the fitness industry is probably 80% weight loss. Um, so that's going to be a big piece of it. Mm -hmm. But we do have a lot of young athletes and college athletes as well. Um, the beauty of it is, is our staff is quite diverse. So we can pretty much help people with whatever their goal is. I mean, I don't want to say we do it all. Um, we don't do bodybuilding. We don't do uh, niche stuff like that. But we have a lot of guys in there and women in their 40s and 50s, as well as some high school and college athletes. And we just help them get better, eliminate aches and pains and enjoy life. This is kind of an off the top of my head question that I came yeah. that I've just thought of. Carbs. People say you got to cut carbs in order mm -hmm. to lose weight, build muscle, that kind of stuff. What are your thoughts with that? Well, God gave us carbs for a reason. I mean, <laughs> not just because they're tasty, but um, no, you need them, especially post-workout. You, you know, you, you, we've discussed in the past, you were a runner. Yes. Post-run, you need carbs. Mm -hmm. You just depleted all of that glycogen for that workout. And so especially post-workout, I tell people to get some carbs in. Um, don't eliminate them entirely from your diet. That's, that's a big mistake, but get them in even pre-workout, eat some fruit. Um, fruit or fruit is an easily digestible carbohydrate, gives mm -hmm. you fuel. So yeah, eat carbs. Just don't have three servings of mashed potatoes before you go to bed. That's, that's a little much. That's a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a rock a little bit, yeah. I would think. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually around the new year when people start their new health journeys. And then sometimes people tend to fall off the wagon a little bit. How does results personal training keep people in that fitness routine so they don't tend to fall off? Um, you know, we're not really, if you look at our, our attrition, we don't really get a lot of people around the new year's because a lot of people decide they want to do it on their own. Mm. And then usually about April or May, they're like, I'm not achieving what I want to do. So, <laughs> so we get a, a bigger rush around March and April. Um, but to answer your question, monthly goals. You know, a lot of times you get through the first month, we're learning the movements. Uh, second month, we can build on it, start adding some load, heavier weights, things like that. And then after about three to six months, now I'm looking at the client going, okay, so you've established X, Y, Z. Where do you want to go from here? What do you want to accomplish? And it's just constantly setting new goals to, to improve where you're at. You were talking about how you had a, someone that was in their forties mm -hmm. come in hasn't lifted a single weight in their life. So for anyone who hasn't worked out in the while or hasn't lifted a weight, how would you approach someone for a workout or for a training session? That's actually one of my most fun sessions. Um, <laughs> it, it really is because they've... <laughs> You're, they're starting from scratch. They don't have any bad habits. Um, just learning a squat. Everyone's like, well, knee squats hurt my knees and just simply sit down on a bench and stand up. Now do that 10 times. We've just did 10 squats and it's just teaching the basic human movement patterns, um, and adding reps to it creates proficiency. And then after a little bit, now they're holding dumbbells and it just, it's just a fun progression. What's a typical fitness plan that you would recommend to someone who does modern exercise or even someone who is looking for a meal plan? You know, all of those are going to be unique to each person. Uh, we'll touch on the meal plan. The first thing that I tell people is write down everything you eat for the next five days um, and bring it to me and let's take a look. That does two things. One, writing it down. Usually people are like, I didn't realize I eat this much. <laughs> um, but it also gives us a starting point. Uh, so we can eliminate certain things or play with the timing of different types of foods. Um, and everything's unique to each person. Um, as far as the workouts go, 
usually we start out just basic body weight stuff. And then when I don't, on the days that you're not in seeing me, go for a walk. I mean, you talked about in your intro, the weather, the fall is gorgeous. The leaves are beautiful. The air is crisp. Take your dog on a leash, go for a walk. It's beautiful. Just get outside, get your heart rate up, go for 30 minutes. Just simple and basic. We can build on that. Absolutely. What's it like to be part of someone's health journey? I imagine it's a pretty rewarding experience. It's so cool. Um, you know, that guy that I talked about in his, in his later forties that yeah. just started lifting, um, seeing him deadlift his body weight for the first time. That was really cool. Um, having athletes go on and, and commit to big scholarships at big colleges that they never thought they were going to be able to do. Those are th- fun things to be a part of. Yeah. It's, um, it just, you know, God gave me an excitement for, for fitness and I really believe we're put here to help people. Um, and this is just my tool and it's fun to help people better themselves. I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, absolutely. My fiance, he's a professional golfer. So he's in the gym lifting all the time. And he's like, you know, that's going to help me swing faster. It's going to help me. Um, gosh, it's going to help him stay on the course longer and just keep up with all the other guys yeah. as he gets older in the long run. Yeah. A for longevity. He's mm-hmm. he's spot on because we, we do get weaker as we get older. Mm-hmm. So it's important to stay in the gym. And B, it's fascinating to me lately. You, you look at 10 years ago, golfers versus golfers nowadays. Yeah. They, they lift weights. They're bigger. They're stronger. It's just insane. So, yeah, doesn't matter whether we're hunting, playing golf, or just whatever we're doing. Pick up some heavy stuff. Get stronger. <laughs> Absolutely. If you are just listening, I'm being joined by Corey Howard. He is the owner of Results Personal Training. We're talking about getting in shape, particularly for hunting season. Now, for the most part, I would say that South Dakota is a pretty active state. There are bark trails, golf courses, soccer fields, and yes, there are hiking trails out west and a bunch of hunting opportunities. We are now weeks away from hunting season, and that's more than what meets the eye. When people think of hunting, they normally think, they normally wouldn't think about fitness, but there is fitness involved. So how does fitness and hunting come together? That's That's a great question. Um, I mean, whether you're in Colorado running around the mountains with your with your rifle trying to shoot your elk or deer, or you're just in the state of South Dakota walking through a field trying to trying to shoot a pheasant, mm-hmm. either way, you're walking, you're out in fresh air, you're you're stepping over some some challenging terrain. Um it it is a workout. So to neglect and to not prepare for it a few months ahead of time, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice. I mean, it, at the end of the day, we hunting in these parts, I remember hunting with my son. It's just a, it's a family thing. You get out with your boy and, and you're out in the field and you're walking in the crisp air and you shoot a bird and you're talking to him. And it's just, it's just a great bonding experience and the better shape you're in, the more crazy atmosphere you can be a part of and the better hunt you're going to have. Absolutely. What kind of fitness is involved with hunting? So you're obviously, you're carrying a weapon. Like you say, you're going through different types of, uh, of weather, of terrain, all that type of stuff, right? Yeah, most definitely. So like, I think like you're asking specifically what are the things you can do to prepare for it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So five things. Um, <laughs> let's bullet point five things. Yeah. The, the, the first thing I would tell people to do, start in June or July, probably June, and get on the treadmill. Walk at an incline. Work your way, <clears throat> excuse me, work your way up to about a 10% incline. 
at three mile an hour. Don't hold on to the handrails or anything and just walk at that. If you can do 10% at three mile an hour for 30 minutes, super cool. That's a great starting point. If you can do that now with your backpack and everything that you're going to have when you're in Colorado, um, with your 40 to 60 pound backpack, even better. Um, but get uncomfortable, just walk. You don't have to go out for a run. Walking's a nice, easy on the joint, easy on the hips and joints and good way to go. Cause you are walking when you're hunting. Second thing is uh, farmer walk. In other words, pick up something heavy and go for a walk with it. We have people, if you look out the window at results, you'll see people walking up and down the sidewalk quite a bit, carrying kettlebells. Um, and that just relative to that's relevant for hunting. Just pick up something heavy and it also strengthens your grip as well as your upper back. Um, the other thing is speaking of upper back, we do need to spend some time strengthening our upper back because again, if you're carrying stuff like your weapon or your backpack, you need to have a strong upper back that creates more stability. Um, so dumbbell rows, seated cable rows, things like that, that's that pull the shoulder blades together. Uh, you need to do the other thing is your legs. Don't neglect them. I know guys, as they get older, they my knees hurt, my hips hurt, and they don't want to do squats or they don't want to do lunges. Knock it off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a natural move. You sit down in your, in your chair and you stand up, that's a squat. So the stronger your legs are, the better. Um, figure out how to squat. Goblet squat, body weight squats, back squat, lunges, side, forward, backward, get those in, strengthen up your lower body. Cause your lower body is the foundation of, of everything. The stronger you are from the hips down, the better you are. Um, after that focus on some core stability. Um, and I don't mean like doing a bunch of sit-ups cause that's just a waste of your time. Um, challenge your stability. In other words, squat with a kettlebell only in one hand on the, on the right side, try and stabilize and say square while you're doing that. When you're out, hunting and you're picking stuff up, it's never perfectly balanced. Even in life, you go to high V and pick up the groceries. You're going to have more groceries on your right hand than you are this on your left. This is very true. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so work things asymmetrically or, or single side only to create more systemic, um, stability throughout the whole body. Um, and I think those are the, the five things, incline walk, farmer walk, upper back strength, lower body, and create stability, and you should have a heck of a hunt. Oh, there you go. So does the type of hunt depend on the fitness activity, like what you should be doing in order to prepare for the hunting season? Yes. Um, I, <laughs> you know, walking a field to South Dakota is going to be way different than walking through the mountains of Colorado yeah. trying to shoot that elk. Um, so, yeah, you know, one, if you're walking the field to South Dakota, you probably don't have to spend, much time, spend as much time prepping. Um but being a guy that makes a living in the fitness field, you should be prepping like you're going to go hunting in Colorado anyway. Oh, absolutely. What's the difference between, let's say, deer hunting and pheasant hunting? Because those are both popular here in South Dakota. Yeah, you know, um, my son and I used to go hunting with a, with a group of retired dentists. Um, and these guys, we'd get out and we'd take the bus to where we need to and we'd slowly walk the field and somebody would be out front blocking um, versus my clients that are out hunting deer and elk. Um, it's not as comfortable for them. You know, <laughs> they're out in the middle of nowhere uh, camping in a tent and, and living off the land and, and they need more physical endurance. They need more physical strength. Um, so yeah, it's just a little more grueling. They should spend a little more time getting prepped up for their hunt. What are the benefits of working out before hunting season as opposed to someone that doesn't work out beforehand? 
you're just going to have a better hunt. You're in better shape. <laughs> I mean, we talked about yeah. creating memories. Um, what do you want for a memory? You, you, you couldn't cope with your breathing and you couldn't get going and, and you wound up calling it early and you didn't shoot the animal or you were out there and the terrain really wasn't that challenging because you spent six months prepping for it and you got the elk you wanted um, and you had a better hunt. I mean, it's just, you decide what you want to do. Yeah. Are you ready for hunting season? That seems like a silly question to ask. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I was looking in with one of my clients looking at uh, doing an elk hunt out in Colorado. So we'll see what happens with that. Well, there you go. All right. Awesome. Well, once again, it's Corey Howard. He is with Results Personal Training, the owner of it. And if Corey, if anyone has any questions for you about Results Personal Training, about getting into shape or interested in what you guys do, how can they contact you? So two ways. Um, our website is resultsptonline.com. You can, there's a form on there that you can fill out or just shoot me a call or a text at 605-310-6591. All right. Awesome. Once again, it's Corey with Results Personal Training. Thanks for telling us a little bit about what you guys do and about how to get in shape for hunting season. Thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Hey, Terry, good morning. Good morning. How are you? You know, it's a great day to talk about Sioux Falls and just how much this city is thriving, wouldn't you say? I would say that. Well, I'm a little biased. I think every day is a great day to talk about Sioux Falls, <laughs> but I'm a little biased. I, You know what? I like that answer better. I'm the same way, Terry. Now, like we said, there's a lot of excitement happening around the city. And the last time we t- talked, I don't know if you remember this, but we were really excited to talk about tourism just because it came right after the COVID-19 pandemic. So let's travel back in time a little bit to last time that we talked. How was that 2022 tourism season for the state of South Dakota and for Sioux Falls? Well, you know, 2022 really ended up to be quite a good tourism season. Um, I think people were so pent up and had stayed home and been so careful for so long that all of a sudden it was, oh, we have a chance to get out. Let's go. And, um, and they, and they really took off in doing those kinds of things. So, um, it was like, it was kind of like the grand opening, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody was excited. Everybody wanted to go and they came. And with all the great things that Sioux Falls has to offer and all the great things that we continue to offer, People chose Sioux Falls. And that says a lot. You know, that says a lot for us as a community, as a state. Now, when people were coming to visit Sioux Falls, where were they going, Terry? You know, were they interested in outdoors activities, food, art, anything like that? Well, you just gave the answer. (laughs) (laughs) They were interested in all those kinds of things. People wanted to get out and about. They loved downtown. They loved shopping all over the city. They loved the arts and culture that we have. Of course, Falls Park is always a big hit, always a big hit. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget about music, and let's not forget about the food scene. The food scene in Sioux Falls is getting more and more and more and more popular. And we see regionally, especially, people want to come to Sioux Falls, spend a weekend or Uh, you know, three days if they're from right around the region. And they always work in their favorite places to go eat. So those are all, and then, then, oh, gosh, I have to say, the events that take place in Sioux Falls, that's one thing that's really a big plus for us, Christine, Yeah, is that every, every summer and actually every winter, 
we have events going on and no event is the same. So people just keep coming back to go and do things that are new and different. And Sioux Falls offers that and they come for it. You know, this next question here, it's like you don't want to pick your favorite kid, but I'm going to ask you your favorite event last year or maybe a restaurant that you enjoy going to, Terry. Oh, golly. (laughs) You know, um, favorite event is really hard because there's everything I... You know, I love to see the kids out playing soccer tournaments and softball tournaments because they come in from all over. You know, I love conventions because people get to experience more the, the business side of our community. And But then there's the, the leisure traveler that comes in and, and, like, does a tour on their own of Sioux Falls, and that's exciting to them. So, you know, I don't know if I can pick a favorite event. <laughs> I think there's, they're all special. The InnoSkate... Uh, thing uh, event was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So I have to say I really like that. Favorite restaurant? Oh, golly sakes. I know. Um, I feel the same way. Oh, you know, I I mean, everything, everybody's got something a little different that makes them special. So I really, you know, I I really can't say just one or two because there's, there's fun in and, and an experience in every single place we go and every single thing we do. So I know I'm not answering you directly, but <laughs> um, uh, there's just too many. I expected that. That's okay. There's too many to choose from, and you're so right in saying that they're they're all unique in their own way. I remember, I think it was one of the first times that we were talking, and you said that Sioux Falls, not too long ago, used to be just a drive-through city, if that makes sense. You know, people would just yes. visit for a little bit and then move on uh-huh. over to the Black Hills area. That is no longer the case. I mean, of course some do, but it, we are not, you know, there's a, a kind of a cartoon thing out there with South Dakota as a drive-over state. Well, we are no more a drive-over state anymore than anybody. We watch people come from the east on I-90 and from the south on, on 29. And I'm telling you, those numbers increase. Not only are we a drive-in destination, but people are more and more flying in, and then they rent a car, and then they drive across the state and experience it. There's a realization that Sioux Falls has a lot going on. If you are just joining us right now, Terry Schmidt with Experience Sioux Falls, she is over the phone line. You were talking about how you were marketing Sioux Falls in a way that was different from what you've done in the past. So now that we're looking at the light at the end of the tunnel here through this pandemic, how are you telling people about Sioux Falls? You know, how are you getting it out there for people saying, yeah, you need to come visit this place? Well, let me tell you, we are at it a million miles an hour (laughs) through every channel uh, that we can, whether it's um, media like yourself or print print, um, advertising, all the kind of marketing that you can think of, we're doing it. Um, we are also back traveling like we used to, going to trade and travel shows and, and showing off what Sioux Falls has. We're inviting people in, people who are meeting planners or travel planners. We're inviting them into the community to do, do what we call a FAM tour, familiarization tour. And we're showing off Sioux Falls so that they go back to their bus tour groups or conventions or events and say, um, you know, that 
hey, they've got all these things going on. Let's book our group to go to Sioux Falls. So our marketing is way stronger, way more uh, straightforward, and way more consistent and persistent uh, in bringing those people here. Terry Schmidt, once again, she is with Experience Sioux Falls, talking about tourism season and everything that we can look forward to. Oh, you know what? I, I'm look, really looking forward to the air show. It's always fun. Uh, you know, the concerts are all fun. I don't know, just everything. <laughs> I just like fun things going on. This is going to be a very blunt question, Terry, but for anyone who's looking to travel, why should they come to Sioux Falls? We are economical here. You don't play, pay the prices here that you do in a lot of, of uh, larger markets. Uh, yes, we have crime, but comparatively speaking, we have a low crime rate. We have a, an exceptionally strong hospitality mentality in Sioux Falls, and that makes a difference to people. We care they're here. So you, you throw those things at, at, in with quality of life here is strong. People still believe in each other and work together, and that all reflects into our growth, whether it be downtown, out at the mall, or any other part of town. And then on top, you know, we've said it, but the art, music, culture, the the outdoors, the parks, the shopping, the eating, all the see and do and the entertainment. I mean, Sioux Falls is a great place to come to. It's an amazing place to come to. And you know what? It's only going to keep on growing from here. Just another tough question for you, Terry. Why do you think the (laughs) 2023 season will be another huge year for the state of South Dakota and here in Sioux Falls? I think it's going to I think 23 is going to be another huge year because people are traveling. Um they are looking for places that they consider safe and they still love the out of doors and we all have that in South Dakota. They still like to be outside and and find experiences that are outside. We have all that. The momentum in the country to travel is strong. And as long as we as a community continue to market ourselves and let people know what we are really about, a quality community, I think that we're going to see strong numbers, not only in Sioux Falls, but across the state. This state works together. We believe in each other, and we know what, that if something's good for one of us, it's good for all of us. And that's why people will choose to come to Sioux Falls, and we'll have another great year. I agree with that, Terry. And one other thing that I forgot that I'm looking forward to is that uh, ice skating ribbon. You know, I think it's going to be, is it going to be by the Levitt at the Falls area? Yes. Isn't that going to be so cool? I, uh, you know, I don't, maybe I told you this, but originally from Chicago and we have that whole Maggie Daly Park and it's just a whole ice skating loop. So when I heard about this ribbon coming to town, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's going to be a great winter activity for Sioux Falls and just a great activity to encourage everyone to, you know, get outside even when it's 20 below. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. It is going to be fabulous. You know, the whole Falls Park and the whole park system in Sioux Falls is really, really a treasure. And it offers so much to so many. I mean, look at our bike trail. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, and then you throw in what they're going to do down at Falls Park. Right. And, and as, as we said one time, Sioux Falls has got it going on, and we do.
And it's only going to continue to rise from there. Again, Terry Schmidt, she's the executive director for Experience Sioux Falls. Now, Terry, if anybody has any questions about what's going on in Sioux Falls or maybe even some more tourism opportunities, what's the website that they can go to? ExperienceSiouxFalls.com. ExperienceSiouxFalls.com, and you'll find our calendar of events on that website as well. All kinds of information, uh, where to stay, what to do, etc. And if you don't find what you want on the website, call our office at 275-6060, and we'll help you out. All right, awesome. Once again, it's Terry Schmidt. Terry, as always, thanks so much for giving us a little bit of your time today. Thank you very much. It's always fun talking to you, Christine. Thank you. Sunday Focus is a public affairs program of Results Radio, Town Square Media, Sioux Falls.